0: IVM
1: Hi, I'm Satyajit
0: Hi, I'm Racheta.
1: Welcome to Paperback by the Open Library Project.
0: We have as our guest today Aryan Kaushal. Aryan is 13 years old and also the talented author of Words and Verses, a collection of 42 poems,
1: which we discuss in the first half of the podcast. In the second half, we discuss Harry Potter, Artemis Fowl, Percy Jackson, The Hunger Games, and the Divergent series. Happy listening.
2: Alex Alfred Augusto Andre Arnold. I bet you all know this creature. After all, he is the most qualified teacher. With 75 degrees, 65 patents, 54 trophies and 42 PhDs, who else has taught a bee to play a keyboard with ease? This being is smart. He has a 55 ounce brain and has made a machine that makes a bungalow out of a picture frame. How would you feel if one could make a plasma gun out of a rake? But the amazing thing is that he owns a building with 490 flats. This creature has 68 jobs and is even considered to be one of the gods. Not to make you wonder, but just to clear the fog, Mr. Alex Alfred Augusto Andre Arnold is nothing more than a happy, handsome dog.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Aryan Koshal. That was a poem from his book, Words and Verses. We'll be right back after this to discuss the book in further detail. Welcome to Paperback by The Open Library Project. My name is Satyajit, otherwise known as Onion Knight in most food circles. I'm hosting this podcast with my co-founder at The Open Library Project, Rachita Sharma.
0: Hi guys, my name is Racheta. I'm an ex-banker, social impact entrepreneur, podcaster, writer, publisher and inviterate learner. The Open Library Project is a curated library service which is offered to corporates on a subscription basis. The idea here is to create value, build a knowledge community and encourage a growth mindset amongst our
1: members. Today we have with us on the show Aryan Koshal. Aryan is a 13-year-old boy from CNM school in Bombay who has authored the book, Words and Verses. Hey Aryan, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you Uh, so much.
1: It's a pleasure to have you uh, on the show. Um, You're so young.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's amazing and uh,
1: congratulations on the book it, thank and uh, you, thank you know you. a book is something that people aspire to throughout their lifetime and you <laughs> here you are well, you're 13 now so you've already accomplished something uh, at such a young age so congratulations thank
0: so you and the poems are amazing and I think everybody should pick up this book <laughs> and uh, let's also get into it you know like how uh, you came about to you know write this book at the age of 12 and <laughs> uh, you know what inspired you to write and tell us more
2: about yourself so basically this started in around 5th grade Right. Mm-hmm. so we had our literature textbook with various stories and poems Right. so in the middle in the second term or something I came across we started learning about these 3-4 poems by a poet called Ken Nesbitt okay. mm-hmm. so they were generally most of these hilarious poems about school students Right. I laughed a lot when I read those poems mm-hmm. so I thought why not try to write something? Right. So, in our school also, we have this magazine mm-hmm. with story, with poems and articles published by the, given by the students, which is released at the end of the year. Okay. So, when that opportunity came, I thought of writing a hilarious poem which students would understand. Right. right. So, one of the, the poems is in my book. It's called Examinations. Oh, wow. Great yeah. topic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, this is also a, a, it's a comical poem, is it? Yeah, it was it's comical it and
2: learning both. and
1: learning both so it got published in your school uh, magazine in the yeah. school magazine for that year yeah. so that was your spark of you mm, had, had you written yeah. poetry before that had you considered writing poetry not or? at all not at all okay so you uh, were deeply inspired by uh, Ken, Nesbitt. Ken Nesbitt yeah and uh, decided to try your hand out uh, at writing yourself. Wow, that's that's mm-hmm. amazing. So you wrote one poem and it got published in this uh, school newspaper. So what was the next step? Did you continue to write after that?
2: So that was the time when I, that vacations after fifth grade was mm-hmm. when I started re- reading a lot of books. So okay. I started Harry Potter, then okay. Percy Jackson. So I read around some 20-30 books in that one year.
0: Wow! Wow! So then
2: <laughs> that way I started. So that was one more thing. Then there was some period of time where I didn't do anything. i I just continued my schoolwork. Mm-hmm. okay, and then I started writing again. Hmm. and then I wrote poems and kept on writing poems. Right. So
0: uh, how do you choose the topics for your poems or you know so, like what is it hmm. that you you know you've covered in the book?
2: So the topics in the books I've said I've said in the blurb behind also that the topics vary. Hmm. they could be funny, they could be scary. <laughs> so okay. topics range from everything. There's a dog. There's a dog with a beard, a pampered dog with a beard. And then there's also a poem about our future. Okay. There are poems based on nature, what is is happening in the world now. And then there are poems, like I said, about examinations and all. So there are like things you've experienced and then some part of fantasy and fiction. Mm. So experience, memories. Right. So a few poems are things that just look out of my window. Mm Mm-hmm. Anything, things I hear elders say, talk about mm-hmm. and then some are just pure imagination.
1: Wow. wow. Amazing. <laughs> so tell us some of the favourite poems from, uh, I know it's difficult to choose, mm, <laughs> probably impossible to be. choose. Mm-hmm. But uh, some poems that you think would resonate with uh, probably the audience or, you know, what people would really like. What do you think mm. would be the audience's favourite poem?
2: Favourite, I would say for those who have read Harry Potter, of uh-huh. course. I've written a poem called Harry Potter Poetic Tribute. So that condenses all the there are around one lakh words right. in Harry Potter series. Wow. I've condensed all that down to four forty words.
1: Wow. How wow. did you
2: manage that? <laughs> let's let's hear the starting of
1: that poem. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, let's hear a couple of verses of that. Because Harry Potter has been an inspiration in a lot of people's lives. Mm, so yes. Present company included. Racheta and I are big fans mm-hmm. as well. Oh
2: nice. <laughs> so it has one paragraph on each year.
1: Okay. So nice. few lines.
2: So it starts with Once upon a time, Harry Potter was born. Then, Voldy came and his parents were gone. Sad and mad, Snape came there and hugged Lily Potter like a bear. Harry grew up to be a young lad, but he didn't know things were going to be bad. At eleven, he reached Hogwarts and made friends with the right sorts. The year went by and Quirrell got another head, but couldn't serve Voldy and died with dread. At twelve, Harry found Dobby jumping around. He told him about the Chamber of Secrets and (laughs) Harry and Ron bumped into a huge tree. (laughs) About to be suspended? No, they're not. In the chamber, Ginny's body will rot. Oh no, Lockhart's leaving and Myrtle is grieving. The bathroom passage is opened and Tom is moldy. The basilisk will soon grow pretty moldy. Everyone is saved. But next comes what? Who will take the villain's spot?
1: Wow. (laughs) That's
2: so well like So well-articulated. Yes. Amazing.
1: And and condensed into a poem. Wow. How How long did it take to write? uh, So so you said you read Harry Potter that one summer after fifth grade, uh, right?
2: So fifth grade, uh, in that summer I read Mm -hmm. it. And I think this poem I wrote in the summer of sixth grade. Okay. Okay. So I was one evening I was most of the poems for some reason come to me in the evening time okay. only. Mm. Around six seven.
1: That's when you're inspired. It must be That's the sun time. setting or something.
2: <laughs> to hoga. Haan. Haan. So that time I was sitting Haan. in my room on a beanbag. I I thought just try. Yeah. So I started writing and I continued. I continued within half an hour I'd written the first few verses the next day I wrote some more then I started editing Mm. and that's the problem that's the toughest I guess right to Mm. just start
0: once you've started Started
2: to. after that you can get the entire flow
0: absolutely that's great and and you've got it all right I think you know Mm -hmm. you've written it down then you've edited on it so you're absolutely going in the right direction (laughs) that's amazing and uh, so tell us uh, who would you recommend this book to and you know who should be reading this book
2: so, of course, I would like everyone to read it. But yeah. generally, it's people who are around my age, only 11, 12-year-olds. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. most of them are about school. Right. Uh, yeah. Hilarious poems. And they so, have, they'll be
0: able to associate. Yeah, it
2: with. I wanted the poems to be something that everyone my age would be able to associate with. That's true. But
0: uh, I also went through it and I feel like, you know, anybody of any age <laughs> who's ever been to school really c- can get what you're saying. So
1: You know, your poems yeah. have a little bit of... Uh, whimsy and a little hmm. bit of uh, you know you laugh and you like you yeah. smile to yourself you know, if you don't laugh out loud so it's uh, I think agnostic to the age people hmm. will anyone who reads it will probably be smiling to themselves especially hmm. the Harry Potter one you got it right man yeah, like <laughs> it was very well someone amazing. has read the
2: entire series then they would really
1: yeah, recollect everything that's what I got my throwback it's a, definitely <laughs> a throwback fantastic yeah, amazing stuff
2: so get a copy guys
1: <laughs> so where is the book available?
2: Uh, amazon Flipkart and the Notion Press website the Notion
1: Press website okay. and
2: it's also recently been sent to bookstores in okay. bangalore kolkata mumbai nice nice Delhi, yeah
1: so in select bookstores in the metros as well as on hmm. amazon
2: amazon flipkart so and available internationally
1: and available internationally another question i had is uh, how is how's the reception from your friends been from your peers uh, about the book have they read it uh, what are their what is their feedback on it
2: so the first time Mm -hmm. I so we had our uh, school science fair right so I taken this book to show to my class teacher because that was some a few days after the book was published right okay so during that time I just left it somewhere on a table and so my friends saw it Mm -hmm. and they started reading it and passing it around by the time I came back the four five people were like I really liked your poem I I read this one I read that one (laughs) And before the judges came to kill some type, Mm -hmm. the teacher in our classroom said, why don't you read two or three poems? Okay. So I just stood, everyone was... um, we were taking videos listening in silence mm-hmm. and I read two or three poems. Wow. You're wow. a natural. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fantastic, yeah? Fantastic. So your friends also had a part in kind of pushing you into,
2: mm, yeah.
1: into reading the book and getting it out there to listeners. Fantastic. So how are we going to
0: get more of poetry or prose from you in the future?
2: So
1: <laughs> I am currently working on a second book.
2: Okay. Which is not poems but stories. Nice. Wow. nice. And I want them specifically as much as I can. To make them all cliffhangers. Okay. Basically those with an abrupt end. Right. Because I, it's just this thing that when you write it, you feel satisfied. Hmm. It's the, also that the readers, they can have their own interpretation Absolutely. of the ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can have their own way of thinking how the story will end. So right. you
1: kind of leave it slightly open-ended.
2: Fully open-ended. Fully open-ended. Like, like fantastic. The villain is pointing a gun, and that's how this. That's ends. how it ends. Yeah, exactly.
1: Awesome. awesome, awesome. We look forward to that book, <laughs> and uh, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after this. Welcome back, guys. We still have with us Aryan Kaushal, a super talented young man, all of 13 years old, who's an author already. (laughs) Hey, Aryan, that was a very insightful first half uh, into your writing process and how you get inspired. Thanks for sharing that with us. And now uh, we're going to speak about some of the other books that kind of inspired you. And I yeah. think uh, we touched upon Harry Potter in the first yes. one, so it's. <laughs> should so definitely we
0: should start, start with, Harry with Potter.
1: that. So tell us, uh, you said you read the Harry Potter series in one summer or one uh, one yeah. year. Yeah,
2: so I started fifth grade summer vacation after fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the beginning, it was actually, it was actually not about reading, mm-hmm. but practicing my handwriting. So as to copy oh. the text oh. to oh. practice okay. my handwriting. Okay. So the beginning it was quite. I tried reading it before earlier, mm-hmm. but that time again, I felt the beginning to be quite boring. Okay. Mm. But as I wrote a few days went on, right. I thought this is really interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. As then I the, after I practiced my writing for a few days, I read the first book again from the beginning. Oh mm. wow! Then I couldn't stop at all. I, yeah. That summer we went on a vacation, and it was in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. So. There we went on these drives, long Mm. drives from one place to another. So in two or three days, I would finish reading like 500 pages. Wow. Just sit and read the whole time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Binge you were on too engrossed oh, <laughs> in the story yeah. to look outside to, and see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I,
2: I remember my mom pointing out, "Stop reading! Look around! Look around! What is going on? <laughs> look at the scenery around."
1: Yeah. That's the thing with readers, you know. You can't ever stop them from reading once they. But you were it.
0: traveling to Harry Potter's world at that point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you happen to visit uh, Harry Potter world? Yes, when, uh, I actually did?
2: got the opportunity. And, and how was
1: that experience? Was because fantastic. you were probably reading the books. While uh, visiting, no, no, no uh, you had visited uh, uh, later on after later. I read. Okay, nice.
2: So anyone who has read the books and then gone there, there would be a dream come true. At oh, least yeah. It was for me. Yeah. So it was quite interesting.
0: Nice. So who's your favorite character in Harry Potter, or you know, someone who inspired you while you were writing your poetry, and you know, you used that kind of a character in your poetry, or something of that sort
2: so i really like uh, and my friends would agree a few of my friends have mm. read so they would also say fred and george for sure yeah, fred and george oh, oh. Whe- they are mm. the whimsical hilarious ones oh, yeah. right yeah always play pranks yeah but because of them i think one another reason why i started writing so many hilarious poems mm. i was really inspired by their humor yeah, right. Right, That jk rowling yeah. represented Uh also i would say snape during definitely during the time i, w- I really hated snape mm. when in the first few books until the until the end revelation. when i
1: realized yeah. yeah exactly but that's the beauty that's
0: then you can't not love him you know mm. that it's it's actually a great build up yeah exactly
1: my favorite character is draco <laughs> 100% quite
0: right. cool to, uh, yeah I,
1: I in fact relate He's the most to the slytherin house <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. So you know, you guys are lucky that y'all had the uh, you had the option of uh, buying all the books Mm, back to back, right? You know, when we were growing up, I've literally waited in line for the fourth book, fifth book, sixth book, and seventh book. Mm. And uh, I mean, you're too young to remember this, but there used to be lines outside the bookstores that used to go for kilometers. (laughs) When especially when the last book launched, Mm. I mean, you guys are just lucky. Yeah,
0: even my cousins, everyone's asking their cousins to get Harry Potter. Did you buy it? Please send it to me. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. My
2: elder cousins were around 25-26 Now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they also said that in our time we had to wait one whole year yeah. for the next book to come. Yeah. You have all yeah. of them. You can read them anytime.
1: Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. really lucky. To, to really, in fact, but actually, now that I'm in my thirties, I've read the series. At least twice or thrice mm. in completion, in different times in life.
2: Yeah. And
1: honestly, if you read it, maybe five, seven years later, you're going to find a whole new story in mm. there. Yeah, because uh, all
2: your interpretation also. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: right now, at the age you're at, you relate to a certain amount of mm. the characters, right? But as the, the beauty of Harry Potter is, is that the more times you read it at different times in your life, you find yourself relating to all different kinds of characters, which is one of the favorite things for me about that mm. book. Yeah. And uh, I think the next book that we want to discuss yes, uh, is The Hunger Games.
2: Okay, yes. The Hunger sure, Games series, right?
1: <laughs> so tell us a little bit about The Hunger Games series and why why is it uh, particularly the uh, series that you like?
2: So most of the series that I've read after Harry Potter, mm-hmm. there's one Percy Jackson which is about fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most of them are about these dystopian
1: times. Times, mm-hmm. yeah, right.
2: exactly. For some reason, that really attracts me, and I want to bring that out in the book stories that I'm going to write. Okay. okay. So, Hunger Games was about this dystopian world mm-hmm. in a country called Panem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is a central capital. Mm-hmm. It's called capital mm-hmm. capital with an O. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there are these thir- 12, 13 districts. districts. Correct. Mm-hmm. So I don't know this division. Mm-hmm. It felt like a di- the dictatorship. Right. It just felt like villain the villain was really cool Mm. i just found Mm. that to be cool and then also the entire story about how they had to fight in this forced area where you know they had no choice but to fight till the death yeah kill each
1: other to survive Mm.
2: so that is some that was something very new for me because i wasn't exposed to that Mm. and i found it interesting i ended up really liking it and all the different so it also had quite a few futuristic things. Right. Objects and vehicles and all. So that yeah. also attracted me quite a bit. So it fuels
0: right. up your imagination hmm, when exactly, you
1: want to yes. write. Yeah. So uh, Hunger Games has a female protagonist. So when, yes. you're, when you're writing your uh, next book, are you considering writing from both points of view? From both... Uh, will, it, will it be like short stories of different people or will it be uh, one continuous story? No,
2: so I want, short, I want to write short stories... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Of, like, very different characters. Okay. One could be an old man, one could be a boy my age, one could be a girl my age, anything. Right, right. And even some alien creatures, alien story. Hmm. Right. So, anything. I'm. I've. Most of them that I've started writing, there are either about a boy my age, a few of them I've written about a boy. mm -hmm. But I will, I want to write about different perspectives also.
1: Fantastic. I just think that uh, at such a young age, if you're mm-hmm. going to start experimenting with all these different points of views, especially in terms of writing, I think as you grow older, you'll become a fantastic writer. Mm-hmm. Because writing is all about practice, you know. you uh, mm-hmm. The more you write, the better you get.
0: And also the more you read, the better you get. Definitely. Absolutely. That's Definitely. actually very true. Because unless you've read enough, you'll never be able to express yourself in mm-hmm. fewer words, but like, you know, succinctly so. And
1: that you already do that very well. (laughs) Looking at uh, the poems that you've written, it's very articulate, man. (laughs) Like, congratulations again. And uh, the next uh, book we're talking about is the Divergent series, right? Yes. So, again, a fantastic uh, fantasy, sci-fi kind of genre. Uh, It really fuels the imagination. So, uh, is is fantasy your most uh, favorite genre? Fantasy, sci-fi? Fantasy,
2: fiction, yes, sci-fi and
0: for Sci-fi.
2: sure. <laughs> you can connect on that one.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And
2: yeah. dystopian, as mm. I said, because even divergent, it is about a dystopian time where people are forced to choose factions mm-hmm. to stay in for in the rest of their, rest of their lives. Mm. Yeah. So the way that entire story is evolved and the different characteristics of people of different factions, like even the different houses in Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
2: So most of these books that I've read, they have mm. these different Factions or groups mm-hmm. for people, and, and you have
1: to make a choice.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make a choice, or either you have no choice. Right, you're, like you're forced Potter, into making a
1: choice. You have to. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, find like, that? I was uh, watching
2: the
0: uh, J.K. Rowling story the other day, and uh, you know, it, it also expresses how she used a lot of characters from her life yeah, in her book. So. That's exactly what you're doing. So, you know, it's, I guess, the start for a lot of good writing from your end. <laughs>
1: Fantastic. And I think we're going to discuss Artemis Fowl is uh, one oh, of the yes. books that we wanted to. Know. So tell us a little bit about Artemis Fowl. It's a little different from these other books. Yeah, isn't it's it?
2: quite different. So it's written by an Irish author called Owen Colfer. I don't know, I'm not sure how to pronounce this her name, but yeah. So it's about this again, 11, 12 year old boy. So, I could certainly relate because while the time I was reading the Artemis Hall series, I was an 11 or 12 year old boy. Right. Mm. So, it's about this boy who is a criminal mastermind.
1: Okay. Okay. So,
2: and he gets exposed by chance to this underground world, an underground high tech world of fairies, mythical creatures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it has centaurs and elves and all. Wow. So, it's basically how he tries to. He's a criminal in the first 4-5 books of the series, but then how as he grows older, his character, his personality evolves and in, in the end he ends up fighting for the good, against evil. Hmm. Right,
1: right. So it's a whole progression of a hero. Exactly. How a sort of anti-hero kind of, kind of makes that switch. to An
2: 11-year-old villain becomes an 18-year-old
1: a hero, hero, wow, yes, fantastic. Exactly. It sounds really interesting. And how many books are there in this series?
2: Uh eight.
1: And it's done. The, the, yes, it's done. Finished.
2: And in May, May or August, we are getting a movie for it, which I'm re- by Disney. So I'm really oh, excited for that.
1: Fantastic, fantastic. Nice. Yes. Awesome, great, yeah, Aryan. It's been great chatting with you. We've got some great insight into your writing process as well as your inspirations, and uh, I think. You're a real icon for uh, young people <laughs> out there, you know, who should...
0: Yeah, absolutely. What,
1: do you have any advice for young people around your age who may want to write or, you know, are thinking about getting into writing? Or who feel that it's too they're too early or they're too young to write?
2: No, so there's no... I would just say there's no age. I mm-hmm. could do it so anyone could. And about any advice would be to write as much as you can, ideate, express, do... Whatever you can to write. Even I have a few poems that I didn't publish, but mm. they certainly yep. helped me in the process. Right. I just think penning down your thoughts exactly
0: helps yes. you like figure out what mm. you want.
1: So yeah. Great advice. Mm-hmm. And uh, in conclusion, we'd love if you read one more poem from uh, Words and Verses.
2: So the poem I'm reading it's actually the last poem in my book. Okay. And it's. I hope it's not a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, it's about. A, it's called a questionable dinner okay and i was really <laughs> inspired to write this because i really enjoy watching master chef oh, so wow. and i also plan nice. to become a chef very oh, nice so, so yes very
1: nice.
2: so a questionable dinner i found myself suddenly at a 20 seater table the scene around me looks straight out of an ancient fable i was surrounded by animals on three sides but they were wearing human clothes on their hides A tawny owl sitting beside me was wearing a bespoke suit. He chugged some lemonade and gave a loud hoot. A tabby cat next to him had lost her mind no doubt since she refused to eat a delicious pan-fried trout. A pot-bellied pig was attacking the chicken wings and a wiry giraffe had overeaten by the look of things. Somewhere down the table sat a stag wearing a pink tie. He had left all his vegetables on the plate, I'm not going to lie. At the other end of the extended table, right across me, was seated a snobby peacock picking at her calamari. A young little calf, wearing a sequined gown of silk, whispered to her mother while sipping some buttermilk. I was scared, I was creeped out. I didn't know what to do. I just sat there motionless, staring at my vegetable stew. I couldn't bear it anymore. I tried to stand, but slipped. I found myself in my bed, and then it all just clicked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You can pick up the book on Amazon. Yes. Uh, also available on the Notion Press website.
2: And Flipkart.
1: And Flipkart. And Aryan, are you on available on social media anywhere?
2: Yes, so there's an Instagram handle for this book called Words and Vers- Versus 42. And there's also, to re- you can reach out to me on Gmail words and verses 42 on gmail.com fantastic and
0: before we go you must tell everybody why there are 42 poems in your book
1: oh yes so (laughs) while
2: while figuring out how many poems to write as I said there were around 50 poems I've written Mm -hmm. so I was thinking I really didn't want a round number I wanted a Uneven number. Yeah. So I was thinking of how many to include and then I remembered that in the Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy, hmm. um, the author said that the answer to life, to everything, the universe also was forty-two. Okay. So I decided to do that, but I also remember reading that he said he did it all as a joke. Hmm. There was no actual meaning to it. Okay. But I still Understood. decided to stick with it. Awesome. Awesome.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show, Aryan. It Thank was you. great having you. Thank you. And a big thank you to all our listeners. You can follow The Open Library Project on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook for latest updates on our events. And stay tuned for the next paperback podcast on IVM Podcasts. Happy reading. You can follow IVM Podcasts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IVM Podcasts. Listen to paperback on the IVM Podcast app, website, or wherever you listen to podcasts.